We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so your participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your Front Range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. Let's turn it up. We got oh. a week off. Oh, we got a week oh. off. Let's turn up here. Oh, before we take a little break, school's out for the summer. Man, that was light work, fellas. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the winners lounge. Let's go. Presented as always by DraftKings Sports with America's top rated sports podcast. We use promo code DMD when we sign up. Guess what, Dev? I had myself a nice little night. Hey, I love to hear that. I think we lost one bet. It was the Jokic points bet. He was not interested in scoring tonight. But delivered on everything else. I mean, DraftKings keeps on giving us uh, these uh, opportunities to win money, and uh, we're going to win. We're going to win. You're talking about... (laughs) That sounded like somebody selling like a multi... What is it? Multi-level marketing? Like... (laughs) I have an opportunity for you. Opportunity. It's, it's, it's laundry detergent soap, and if you get three people, <laughs> you know to order. You, we all get three people. It's gonna, we're gonna make so much money. Uh, nuggets, good game, man. Heading into the All Star break, Nuggets. There's so many good things to talk about. Light work here. Michael Porter Jr. knocking down threes, playing some defense. Ooh. Maybe making the biggest play of the game. Jeff Green, the dunking uncle. Whoa. He he looked uh, a young 31 years old tonight. Wound back spry. the clock. Very Did, spry. Didn't look an age o- a day over a thousand. Did not. He looked as good as we've seen him really since the injury. Uh, and then Christian Brown guarded Luka Doncic tonight, which I thought was really interesting. Mm. So we got lots of stuff to talk about. Unfortunately for me, I got the fellas with me. Drinking a Corona in the snow. Yeah, find your own beach, right? That's what they say. My beach is watching the Denver Nuggets in Ball Arena. <laughs> yeah. That's a vacation every time. That was so corny. How old are you? You, you, that was that was something I would have said. That sounds oh, like man. a that would. I'm you sorry. Think I, you think I prepare for uh, these I'm openings? Sorry. I'm Come sorry. on, that's just, right. We're, we all hey, get old over there. I superstar the Dev. I mean, this is a a, a good way to go into the All Star break. Uh, a very solid win. A very solid team win. Can't ask for much more. That's right, man. Let's have a good solid team show, fellas. Let's a lot of energy, a lot of focus, a lot of energy. We'll do a fast break breakdown here really quickly. Um, Bruce on Luca to start the game. We're going to talk more about him. It's funny to me that Bruce got the reputation of being like, oh, he can guard big. I actually think he can't. Yeah. I think he's good against guards and not against big. Luca like, did not see him at all tonight. It didn't matter, fortunately, because the Nuggets are really good, and Dallas tonight was not. Um, the Mavs hard-doubled Jokic from the very start. Nuggets always go to the post early on. 
tonight was a rare example of a team that just sold out right from the start saying, hey, we're going to take away from Jokic's scoring. Michael Porter Jr., though, was up for it. Two threes immediately. I love when he hit. You guys know that when he hits two threes, they almost never lose. I've heard Two that. threes in a quarter. Yeah. Two threes right off the bat in the first, like, three minutes. Uh, Jokic had just one point, 0 of 2 shooting. Luka Doncic, on the other hand, was going off. Nuggets yet were winning. Malone did not challenge a foul on Jeff Green that I thought if he would have challenged it, not only would it have saved a basket, it was an offensive foul on Luka, and I thought it was a pretty good case. Malone elected to save his challenge, which was an interesting call. Nuggets go up at the end of the first quarter. Bench unit, though, guys, checks in. Absolutely rolling in that second quarter. Bench unit looked unbelievable. KCP and Jeff Green hit threes. Nuggets got a 10-point lead. And then in the second quarter, the Mavs challenged a weird, like, non-important play on Christian Brown, and they lost. So it was a little contrast. Kidd and and Malone both had presented the same circumstance challenge. Dallas challenge lost, and it was like, well, you lost that one. Um, Then Christian Brown got an opportunity on Luka, did some interesting things. But Luka is Luka. You can't stop him. Second quarter, Jokic woke up, scored half of his points in, like, quick order to end the quarter. Uh, and then MPJ hit a really deep three. Yeah, he did. From the logo. Somehow the tracking data called it a 27-footer. BS. That thing was a 32-footer. <laughs> that's, that's just because Porter, from his feet to his hands, is, like, 14 feet. So That thing was from half court, wasn't it? That like, was from the logo? so deep. So deep. Logo Porter Jr. There was no way they could even defend it. I mean, because nobody even ran so out far. on it. They could so far. <laughs> if he adds that to his game, my God, he's been he's been playing with it. Uh, he has a little bit. Uh, Christian Brown in the second half started over KCP, but made me nervous for a second. Then KCP checked in. I don't know if it was a bathroom break, whatever it was. Um, and then KCP hit back to back threes from the left corner. You called it, Dev. You called it. He gets snubbed from the All Star game. He's going to hit threes tonight. He went off. I mean, it just you it, can have it, Dev. He's just knocking down was that everything you? right now. Was that, was that yeah, your but t- you know so what? Much Give it to basic. Dev. Give it to Dev. It was me. It was me. I was just thinking about it. No, really, that was him. My, my bad. That he was a that great. Out. Dev's usually the one with the good insight. I get it. I, I get like, it. Sorry, vote. That was a great take. It was a great call. Uh, Nuggets were up 19. Here's the thing that I didn't like. Nuggets were up 19. Michael Porter Jr. had a turnover and then an early contested three. Denver did this two or three times tonight where they were up and it was like just two more minutes and Dallas is going to fold. It's the all-star break. They don't want to be there. And instead, Denver, like every time, would go down and make like two or three bad decisions in a row and it comes back. But fortunately, Jeff Green was up for it in that third quarter. He went off. He had a dunk. He had a three. He had a reverse. A little bit of everything. Fourth quarter, Thomas Bryant had that big time and one putback. You guys remember that? Then a 9-0 run off for Dallas. Again, Denver's up 21. 9-0 run in less than 30 seconds. Yoke has to come back in, which is awesome because it just means he got to get a triple-double. Might have been the plan the whole time. It might have been the plan that they were like, you know what? Let this fall back to 10 points. <laughs> we'll bring Yoke in. He'll get a triple-double. Exactly what happened. The dagger was Michael Porter Jr. getting a great block in transition on just straight hustle and athleticism and then following it up with a dagger three from the wing. Big-time play. All right, Dev, what's your big takeaway from this one? My big takeaway in this one was um, how many times last year or just in years past um, could you look at the box score and see that four guys on the Nuggets team, including a bench guy, took more shots than the MVP. True. And they still cruise to a victory. This is a deep roster. This is a deep team. This is a um, team that's playing as a team. And it's great to see it coming into the All-Star break where they're going to get their guys back. So if you could find some type of rhythm, some type of uh, groove for this second unit, it's just going to be that much more scary when everybody's back and you just get to get uh, rolling on all cylinders. I like it. It's a good one. 
It's a good one. It's another team win. I'm going to do it, fellas. I'm oh, not, not going to wait for the playoffs. I'm going to put Michael Winner Jr. in my circle of trust. I love it. That's your big takeaway is Michael Porter tonight. I've, just, I've seen it enough times, man, and it's it's it was defense tonight, too. I thought he played a great game defensively tonight. Was not option A, B, C on, on Luka, but on the few possessions he had to, his length popped. Yep. Um, those blocks were big time. That was a winning play. That game was not yet done. Someone needed to drive the final nail. He hustled and he did it. You see, look, man, you're not going to see this guy score 40 points like on this team. Doesn't triple enough. He's not at that big of a part of the offense. But his ability to just take the start of a game and take Denver's good start and turn it into a great start and create that separation. I mean, obviously, it all starts with Jokic. But Porter is doing so much well right now. Tonight was one of his better games of the season, I thought. I love that take. And I'm telling you, the Jokic-Porter duo... We don't think of it because there's not a lot of two-man game that happens. But in a weird way, if you just have a regular season game, you might have a better winning percentage when those two are available than any other combo of two guys. Yeah, I get it. You get those two guys, and it just feels like Denver gets their easiest wins. Like, routinely, you don't have Aaron Gordon. You don't have Jamal Murray. We know how valuable those guys are. But yet tonight, it was so easy. You called him Michael Winter Jr. First of all, when he made that play, the block and the three, and I put something out there that was like winning plays, Everybody's reply was the same. Is he finally in your circle of trust? So I, I love that. that you led with it. I love it. The streets are watching. The streets are talking. They want to know, is he in? I think it's one of the the big only remaining questions for this team. And sorry, how far will they go in the playoffs? If the answer to that question is yes, you're feeling great, in my opinion. Dev, it was the athleticism, man. That block that he had, it wasn't just that play. He's grabbing rebounds. He's doing some other stuff. But that block, to me, what was so crazy about it is he covers so much ground. And his athleticism, I don't know where it's at from what we've seen of him in a Nuggets uniform, but I'm going to guess it's like 70%. It started the year at like 30%. Yeah, he's just so locked in. Um, and, and I mean, multiple guys have talked about it throughout the year where there's just parts of the game where he's just not um, locked in. That was late in the game. Yeah, You know, he yep. had already knocked down his shots. He had yep. already um, did enough to have a good game. But he's still is just chirping. He's still trying to get into it. He's still working extremely hard. Um, and that's where like things are like clicking. You talk about the athleticism. He's starting to realize that he's way taller than everyone else. He wasn't um, the primary defender on Luka, but like Vote said, he played him extremely hard because he used his yep. length. Um, he made him um, have to pass it. And, and you know, Luka wasn't just getting straight shots up. So um, I, I feel like he's just like starting to realize uh, that his length um, is is a bigger weapon for him, and um, it just like it takes them to new heights. I there's data on this, and I can look it up. I, I, maybe I'm dead wrong on it, but I just feel like Porter. You know how there's like a false contest where you can't block the shot, but you still put your hand up and you run out. Yes, just the token, and it's good defense. I'm not saying you don't try to block every, especially in today's NBA. Like you can't try to block, you'll get a foul. But I feel like Porter doing that has the best defense rate like even tonight to your point when he was guarding Luca there was two or three times where he just closed out regular it was like all right you want your step back and Luca was way off on all of them and I just feel like there's something about Porter's length that makes guys second guess every time and he knows that by the way and I think that's been one of the biggest adjustments to his defense health is I think most important and we're seeing it but there's been a shift in approach because his hips don't turn very quickly it's not very fluid and he's huge like guys will blow by him so I think rather than trying to like 
beat every guy to the spot. He's started positioning himself to like, all right, I might lose some ground here, but if I can contest the shot, if I can get involved with my length, I can still, I can still keep them from getting their best look or at least make it difficult. Again, that'll be tested a lot in the playoffs, but he, this is intentional. He has talked about the guys who defend with length and how he wants to take that approach. So to me, this is like, he envisioned the process and then he put in the work and now we're seeing the results. It really, I mean, 8 of 16 tonight. First of all, he took a team high 16 uh, attempts tonight, which is awesome. This is the thing about playing with Yoke. He didn't want to score tonight, so everybody else gets involved. But what's great about it, by the way, Jeff Green also took 16 shots. But what's great about it is Porter took, like, 16 felt like the right number. You know what I mean? He was on fire, but he wasn't forcing stuff. There was one shot I thought he forced, a mid-range, like, sort of step back he missed. That was the only shot. And to be honest, he's a good enough player that I kind of like him trying those out every here and there because... They help you test the parameters. Is that good? Okay, maybe not. You know, whatever. But I just, to me, I'm just so impressed with him that he can be as efficient and as dynamic as he has as a shooter and yet still, like, not force it, even on a night like tonight where the stakes were low. He could have very easily gunned for points tonight. The way any player can gun for stats in a blowout win. And instead, he just stuck with the program. I'm just so impressed with Michael Porter. He did it backwards tonight as well. Um, He didn't start with just straight jumpers. He he got inside. Um, He got to the rim and finished. Like, he had had a Euro finish um, that got him going. And then from there, he he gets his his feet set. And he's going to knock it down if his feet are set. Um, he's also stepping back into shots. Um, like I just feel like his his offensive repertoire has just like added a, a lot more. Where mid range and everything else makes it tough for a defender to be able to slow him down. Um, we haven't even talked about like him putting the ball on like on the floor as of late. Great yes. point, Dev. Great. Because like he he he's shown that that's in his bag. He's shown that he has uh, made vast improvement on that end of the floor. Um, where guys have to like close out on him. Then he's too tall, so they could blow by him. Then he could finish in different ways. So um, he just continues to just work on his game, um, perfect his craft, um, and he's doing it within the flow of the offense. I love your point about him getting to the rim because it really is a piece of his game that he has shelved. And I think a lot of that's because the athleticism and just like coming back from injury. But as that has gotten more dynamic, and I love that you called the the Euro because you know what he – and the inventor of the Euro or the popularizer is Manu Ginobili. You know what Ginobili had that made him so good at it is like such a skinny waist that his pivoting on like he could fit through the tiniest like he could slalom people because he didn't need like to go like too oh, far yeah, left yeah, or right. Yeah, he could yeah. just like somehow slither, slither through yeah. and Porter has that too. He's so skinny and his pivot point is so skinny that that one that you're talking about there was no room it was like this much space to go through two players and he found a way and then gets the easy layup and i just feel like he's good at it i hope that this is a thing we start to see more of michael porter down the stretches he has it in his game and it makes denver so much harder to guard when you have to run out on him so hard and then scramble to help when he drives and attacks the closeout and just the way that it's selective that's kind of what i was saying with the 40 point thing that wasn't meant as a knock on him like he's a good enough scorer but he doesn't dribble he doesn't dominate games like that yeah he takes the shots when they come to him um and he's not a guy who's gonna like it's just not this now he's not as good but it's just not the same as sga who's like look it's four quarters of me driving and that's what you got to deal with and i'm getting 40 tonight but i also mean that to praise him because he's Mm. understood when to draw back when to let it be yoke and murray like it's not easy to flip these switches man right um my big takeaway is that the denver nuggets win easier than ever and I think we take it for granted. 
honestly, because if you think back to the Jokic era, you know, 2015 through 2020, the, the bubble year, but in the regular season, Denver, it felt like didn't win games as easy as you would have hoped in the regular season. Like you always thought like, man, why was that game so hard for Denver? I feel like we take for granted this year because everybody kind of came back together. Everybody's healthy and everything. Just how many games we've had like tonight. What would you call this effort tonight collectively? Like Jeff played well and PJ played well. Yoke was in second gear. Yoke did not get out of second gear tonight. Bruce Brown was okay. This was like a B game from Denver, and it was a 20-point beatdown with three minutes to go. Denver wins easier than ever with this team, and I almost feel like it's under the radar how much this happens. Yeah, I mean, you, you could even think about just like in years past, like the, the curse. Everybody knew it was the third quarter. When was yeah. the last time you thought about the curse That's third quarter? That's a great take. Like, you don't think about the same things that you used to. Um, a it's team easy, playing it, yeah. down to a, a, an opponent. Um, this was the Mavericks team that did not have Kyrie Irving like right yep. into the game. So they game plan for Kyrie. He didn't play. This is a team that they could have just, you know, slept walk through throughout the entire time. Also, they're playing without two of their starters. Um, they have a, a bench that has, you know, changed. You, you have to take away their, their primary ball handler. They don't have a new guy that's in the lineup. Right. They have guys that were picking up DMPs all, you know, to, to begin the season. Um, and there's just no excuses. They just continue to roll. They continue to be favored in every single game. Um, they continue to play well. Um, so I do think that it gets um, overlooked because um, you don't feel that same smug life. You mm. don't feel that. It, there, it's, it's true, man. I think, I think it's because we waited so long for it. I th we're almost kind of in shock at how much we've arrived at what's, a place. What's up? What's up? What, you, what, what did you, we say? What did you say? Huh? Um, I said um, they continue to play well. What did he say? I, I feel like I missed something. Uh, I think maybe we missed something. I thought I heard something bad over no, no. there. Oh, I thought I heard something they bad. They continue to play well. well okay. Bad. They were right. sleepwalking or something. Just, just, right. just let it go. Just maybe, keep maybe I just didn't keep catch something. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm, I lost it now. Yeah. I, I agree with everything Dev said except for the maybe problematic thing. It is true, though. I mean, like, you look at this tonight just not having the full complement of players. Even now you add a Reggie Jackson. It's just Denver's winning easy, man, and it's so encouraging I mean, Yoke played hard for, like, the, the three minutes he played hard was to close the second quarter, and that was it tonight. That was the only time. Then he came back in to get a triple-double just for funsies, like just to, just to, like, why not? I don't know. Nuggets are in a very comfortable spot. They're so confident. <laughs> I have confidence in them because of watching them. Um, you know, like, tonight you watch them and you're like, oh, they are in complete control. They are not bothered, not any. Even coming out of the timeout when they blew the 21-point right, lead and is right. down to 10, you watch them come out and immediately score, and you're like, yeah, they, they're not bought. They're going to win this one by however many they choose to. That, to me, is uh, my big takeaway from them, and it was, a, it was great to watch. Are you ready for our first break here? Yeah. On the other side, we're going to bring in a Serbian. Whoa. We gave our big takes, but we need a, the big take of a, a true Serbian, mm. you know, after this game. By the way, grammatical question. Are we supposed to be saying Serbs as opposed to Serbian? Is a, is a person a Serb? And I think a Serbian, Serbian is a person from Serbia and a Man, I don't know, actually. Right, yeah. we'll Serbs, correct us. Let us know. Maybe our maybe we'll ask our Serbian who's coming. Well, he, he knows for sure. <laughs> One thing I know about is Breckenridge Brewery. They're the official beer of DNVR, and they're also putting out the Breck Brew Ultimate Fan Experience right now. You got to check our socials. We provided a link. There's some fun vids with me and Dev. They're gonna get you courtside, man. Courtside tickets, uh, parking pass. Highly underrated for this operation. 
club uh, Lexus access, which I've never even. We're not allowed to go in there. We've That's tried. The best. Not even Dev. I not tried to get dev. in there. Consider I, that. I'm going to get in there. You can though with this ultimate fan experience. We actually sure got to get uh, Dev in Club Lexus. Make sure you follow our socials. You click the link. Uh, club you, Lexus. You follow call the us. instructions from Breckenridge Brewery and get yourself eligible to win the ultimate fan experience. And then otherwise, just try all their great beers, like the Mile High City Golden Ale, Denver Nuggets themed, officially licensed. It's good stuff. A lot of good sports happening in Denver right now. You may not know about one great sports culture in Denver. And that's the rugby culture. This is Rugbyville USA, baby. We're going to do uh, a field trip this summer. We're got, we have a field trip series going on where we do a party bus, but we're going to go to a Rapids game. We're going to go to a couple Rockies game. And we're going to do one of these Raptors events. And it's going to be fun, man. It's just like, it's one of those things. Maybe you haven't ever done it before. We're checking it out. I actually have been. They're great. Uh, Sir, Serb is an ethnic group. Serbian is a citizen. That's what I, I almost said. I that. think you were right. I yeah. was about to go I there. Think you're right. I was Here's the deal: the American Raptors play at Infinity Park. It's great. It's fun, and they've just done something really cool. They've joined the Columbia Rugby Federation. That's an intercontinental competition featuring six teams from South America, not South Carolina or South Dakota. South America. Uh, the Raptors are the only North American team in the competition. They'll play six matches at home, six matches on the road. All those home matches, the tickets are free. Stay up to date with all the news around the Raptors move to the brand new Super Rugby Americas by following along at DNVR underscore rugby. Our guy Colton Strickler will keep you up to date with weekly podcasts and regular written content. Love it. All right, back here, segment two. Do we have a Serbian calling in? Right from Serbia. Okay, let's bring him in. Do do oh my oh gosh, look at him. Man. Wow. There he goes. <laughs> Miroslav looks weird. Uh, yeah, true Serbian. Uh, Dobrodan. Guys, guys. Jivoli. Oh, yes, Jivoli oh, to wow. you. God, that looks so dark. That's definitely, oh, that that's really not Rocky. Yeah. That, yeah. that was that a Diet Meister? Coke, it looked yeah. like. It looked like a Diet Coke. That, Eric, was, a Diet, uh, that was a Diet Coke. I'm how is Serbia? <laughs> um, it's very early. Uh, it's currently five in the morning. Did you know that these games are played at five in the morning? <laughs> I <laughs> did know that. People That's rough. Psychos. It's really rough. Yeah, uh, I've I'm uh, I've obviously not acclimated at all. Uh, I'm still <laughs> in Colorado time, and which means I, I don't believe I've slept since you've seen me last. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. What day is it? Has Has uh, Serbia asked about us? Yeah, nonstop, nonstop. <laughs> yes. like, first off, first off, they they can't stop talking to me. I mean, I've I've literally only been in an airplane and then a car and an apartment. But people are okay. doors. People are. It's okay. it's it's uh, it's a little intrusive, but we we love it all the same. <laughs> so Eric, um, just tell us what's your big takeaway from watching this game uh, from abroad. Um, all the nuggets are good. That's it. It's, they're all good. The, the Nuggets are great. They're a great team. Everything works out for the Nuggets. We've waited long enough, and now we're being rewarded. Um, also, the Nuggets honestly are like just moved into this upper echelon of teams where going into the All-Star break, they're picking up wins instead of losing. <laughs> right. like, the Dallas Mavericks were not interested in winning this game or playing this game because they're take, in the lower echelon of teams. And so somehow the Nuggets are increasing their uh, – like their lead in the, the wet. It's unbelievable. They have 41 wins, and the All Star break just happened. Like, 41 wins was as many wins as you could hope for for an entire season for like, yeah, 10 yeah, years. yeah. for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Um, I love I love that take though because it is a like Dallas is not in the point 
of their arc where Denver is. Denver has been battle tested. We've been through all these different arcs. And now you have to win hard and focused, but you also have to win easy. And Denver tonight won easy. And that is the like the mark of a true great team is that they just get wins when it's like, yeah, we didn't have to bring out our ace in the hole. We didn't have to bring out our A game. We just we won with our B game. <laughs> Including our two-time MVP who can just be like <laughs> Can you guys just like, can you, can uh, Jeff Green, can you just shoulder the, the scoring load tonight? And he's like, fine, fine, yeah. I don't care. What was like, the most shocking, they, they uh, do whatever they what was the most shocking uh, part of tonight? Um, attempting to find it on the interweb. I have to say, uh, watching the game at the bar has spoiled me. I, I did not realize the plight of the common man. Having to watch, having to just watch the Nuggets is a feat that I did not realize. Uh, so many people were just having to go through. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I'm redisgusted at uh, Comcast. <laughs> As is Mayor Wellington Webb, or former Mayor Wellington Webb. Um, Good. Real quick, just about Michael Porter Jr. We're just we raved about him. We spent the first segment talking about him. Um, I mean, Jeff Green was a huge standout. You know, there's some other standouts we'll get to, but. For you personally, has he, he checked all the boxes, or is this like, hey, he's in the process of checking them? Oh, the entire starting lineup has been in my circle of trust for weeks now. I mean, the, it's not even – the thing is, it's, it's not, like, really about the individual performances. It's the way that the, the squad plays together. It's like you don't even need Michael Porter to be playing his best basketball for the Nuggets to, to stomp – teams and now that he is or at least is approaching or at least is in route to his best basketball it's like i mean i'm terrified for everybody like i, I don't know like pack it up guys like yeah. imagine i mean imagine if jamal murray and uh ag had played tonight like i know what would that have like? <laughs> yeah it would have been even more or reggie jackson even uh, on top of that there's three nuggets that didn't play tonight that probably will play um the last one I want to ask you, DraftKings has the odds for Denver winning the Western Conference at minus 3,000, which <laughs> we keep talking about like, okay, Memphis, they're right here. But Vegas is like, yeah, it's, it's over, guys. It's, it, it's Denver. What do you make of that? I agree. I mean, I absolutely agree. <laughs> like the Nuggets, they're, they're, like, they're truly like they're just getting – I mean, to me, like, again, the fact that the Nuggets are – picking up steam going into the all-star breaks is everything to me yeah. about where this team is, how they're positioned, where their mindset is, like the fact that they're not letting off the gas, they're not just going one, two, three Cancun like they have in years past, like they're actually keeping their eyes on the prize. It's a beautiful thing. I'm going to go to bed. It's 5.51 a.m. Hold uh, on. I have, I have one <laughs> question to just end with. What? What? Since you are by the way, in, I heard what you said, Dev. I heard what you said. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Since you are in Serbia, can you just give us two or three things that you are for sure, for sure going to eat before you leave? Um, I'm going to – I can't remember any of the names. Uh, let's just say meat. There's one. There's one in particular you have to get to. KFC. You're talking about the KFC. KFC. My man knows me too well. My man knows me too well. Oh my god! All right, that was your best one, by the way. We'll see you, buddy. We'll see you. Thank you for your insight. Valuable insight there. Live from Serbia. Um, let's get to some of these other guys, though. Tonight, the Dunking Uncle brought it, man. He was the game-high 24 points. You could points. say, Adam. Is he the DraftKings Sportsbook's king of the game? Bring it up, Kale, because we got a pun in everything. 
He is the DraftKings Sportsbook Uncle of the Game. Uncle of the Game. <laughs> that stat sheet doesn't look as impressive. 24, what? one and Google one. Google last time Jeff Green scored 24 points. Yeah, it's so true. Like, yeah. You should have just put 24 <laughs> points multiple times. Yeah, and then put like 11 of 16, you and know, plus two. Or how many dunks? How many dunks? Yeah, you could have did that, man. Bounce back game or something like that. Yeah, so, but honestly, like one he... One. Uh, <laughs> one rebound. One the I'm rebound was hilarious. Sorry, sorry. The rebound was, was a strong... It was also yeah, really close <laughs> to being 24-0 at zero. It would have made a really hilarious king of the game graphic. Oh. Why are we dogging on our guy, man? We're not. Oh, awesome. we just, we not. just can't, man. Like uh, he drank from the fountain of youth in this game. 24 points. Yes, sir. That is that is monstrous for him because um, you just don't expect it. Like, that's just like that. right now. I think that has to be besides the Vlatko dunk has to be the most unexpected part of the season. How uh, Jeff Green has been uh, in, a, in much of a funk right now. So right. for him to bounce back right now, um, right after Malone's talks about uh, Vlatko being um, the guy, he makes it. Like, what a luxury to have uh, an extra guy that you're like, maybe I need to have a deeper bench. Was that 4D chess by Malone? I need more out of Jeff here. Thinking about this bench with Flacco. <laughs> um, uh, Are you still upset? Me? Yeah. What would I be upset about? By you? Just the way you're looking at him. Um, I can feel it, too. Look, man. <laughs> yes. Of you, may have just, you may have just effed the yeah, whole Yeah, you might have effed the whole season. So. Are you kidding me? Of course I'm upset. This is like... Sadly, only ever proven to be a curse. Like we're like five for five on it, screwing things up. So I'm a little scared. Um, <laughs> well, the other guy I think we have to talk about though is KCP, because he had been in a little bit of a shooting. I don't want to call it a shooting slump. He had been shooting below his standards. Sure. For five games again, not extended period of time, but a, a short period of time. Tonight, man, he was nails. Three of I mean, only four of seven, but three of six from from three. Fourteen points, five rebounds, five assists, three steals, one block. Is he? Honest question: Does he have any shot at making like all? Like, can he get all defensive votes? Because honestly, he is so freaking good as a guard, uh, defending guards. He's so good at it that I don't really think anybody's better than him. I just don't think he's gonna get. There are guys that <laughs> are thought of as like they always take the best player. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just don't. KCP is just such a supplementary piece, supplemental piece, complementary piece. I don't think you're <laughs> ever gonna. Uh, I just don't know if he's ever going to get those kind of accolades. Well, I mean, I, this is almost rhetorical because he didn't even get invited to the yeah. three-point contest. <laughs> like, he's not going to get any of these. But my question is, should he? Like, I'm just looking at this and I'm going, there are defenders who have reputations for being like, oh, that guy's like, Marcus Smart, really good defender. He won it last year. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, KCP just cancels guys out. Right. Whoever, whoever he's going up against is like, yeah, that guy is going to have a bad game. They're going to have to go with someone else. Dude, he's just such an uh, underrated defender. Like he really does not get the the respect that he deserves. But he he should be in the conversation for sure. There's not a there's not a player in the league that like navigates through screens the way that he does. Um, just to get guys mm -hmm. out of their spot. Um, and he's also like such a vet that he's been around um, so many players, and that's what they love him for. It's not just for buckets. It's not just for threes. It's because he has such a, a balanced game, an all around yeah. um, game, and. Um, I mean, he, he's been a godsend uh, for for the Nuggets. Uh, he filled up the box score tonight in every single way. Uh, three steals, a block. Yeah. Um, what, what are you smirking about? <laughs> yeah, like, he's, he's got something going, going on. on. What's going on? This guy. All right, all right I got to say so. Scroll up here because uh, Casey has a great point here. Casey has a great point. We have to break it. Dev said the unholy word. He said the unholy word, but I like this. Eric is literally the only one who can't say it. I'm not sure. 
This is like, we're not actually sure how the curse works, but Eric is the only one who has broken the code. And it would actually be great if this is actually the thing. Justin Eric thing. If all the it's, Eric it's is just the one him. who can never say it and everybody else can say it as much <laughs> as they want. It would actually be the greatest thing. This team is uncursable. They're not a curse. Wow. This, this, this team is different. Dude. Wow. This is a different type oh of team. I want so bravely to agree with you, but I'm so mad at you for saying that into a microphone. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're not we personally are cursed. I will say, yeah, yeah. It's actually just us who are cursed. I will say, though, Dev, we like to have fun. I mean, sports are fun. It's fun. This is why, like, I'm not a superstitious person in any circumstance, but I am with sports, not because I actually believe it, just because it's fun. It's fun to be superstitious. It's fun to put your head on backwards, you know, during a rally or whatever. Like, these things are fun. And so for sports, it does make this fun thing. But I like your point about, you know, we talked, what was the card we got in the tarot card about getting off the cross? And so are some, one of it was like Nuggets fans have to like, oh, let go of the devil. Let go of the devil. Reverse yeah, like, devil. let go of the devil. Let like stuff is, And I do like this idea of saying like, no, the Nugget, you know, Kevin Durant trade happens like, oh my God, how could this happen to Denver? Denver fans must be sick, this or that. And some of like, yeah, but we're also good. And actually, I think we're better. So it's. We don't care about the happenings around the totally. league, <laughs> and I really do think there's something to it. What happened? Somebody said to cut Dev's mic. <laughs> cut Dev's mic. <laughs> the, chat, the chat is having a Hall of Fame night. By the way, someone, someone said, "How does Eric have better connection in Serbia than Harrison does from Ballerina?" We d- we're unsure about why that is. <laughs> anyway, KCP was great tonight, and his three steals, one block. Man, like that steal he had on Luca, where he like intercepted the pass. Total defensive back play, wasn't it? Wasn't that a total or safety, like a total interception? Oh, yeah. Jumped in front of the receiver and stole it. It was oh, such I a great, that. great defensive There's play. There's only one thing KCP can't do. What's that? Finish a fast break layup. Other than that, he's <laughs> a perfect basketball player. That was a weird play in another. He just can't tonight. do it. Yeah. Just can't buy it. That was a really weird one. I, I, I honest to God, love KCP. I can't believe how much I love this. He's dude. been he's been a perfect fit. Um, perfect. Christian Brown got some minutes on Luca tonight, and I thought he did pretty good. He had some good playmaking moments in the first half. And the thing here's the thing. I don't think Dallas played Denver the way they're going to play them in a playoffs. I don't think Denver played Dallas. I mean, they're obviously missing Aaron Gordon, who's going to be the matchup there. But I just don't think Denver will ever use Bruce Brown on on Luka Doncic. I don't think they ever should because he can't guard him. Christian Brown can't guard him either. But I did think that he had a couple possessions where you're like, in a playoffs, Gordon, AG can't guard him the whole time. He's, you've got to throw different looks at him. I think Christian Brown, from what I saw tonight, is a guy that I would not mind guarding Luka for five to ten minutes in a playoff game. Again, it's not the main assignment, but just as a mix-up, another body. I like it more than KCP, more than Bruce Brown, because those guys are too little. I actually like Christian Brown as an option on Luka, even though Luka went off tonight. He was unbothered, but it's okay. 37-4, 9-4, didn't move the needle at all. You're not ever going to like lock a guy down um, that's that talented, but just giving them different looks and... Um, I think that that's what's been great about Christian Brown um, for the last um, couple of weeks or just this in, this time of not having Aaron Gordon, not having um, Jamal Murray. You have a young guy in the league getting real minutes, getting real looks of how fast the, the game is, um, um, how intense it is, how physical it is, and um, he's seeing different um, guys. So when you get a look at Luka, you know, like, okay, you know, I can uh, hold my own against these type of guys, or I can right. um, just have these small wins. Um, of course, they're not going to have Christian Brown guard Luca in a playoff series if they were to um, play. But what, what's stopping you from having those type of minutes? What's stopping you from going deep in the bench um, on a stagger time where 
Christian Brown is going to have to give him a couple minutes. So um, I just love the the learning uh, on the fly and also against the best type of players in the league for Christian Brown. That's yeah. the thing about Christian Brown is defensively he's not really just a guard, or at least not the way maybe guys like Bruce are, even KCP. He's really long, man. He's really long and obviously relentless So, and, and disciplined, so it's a good option. Bruce is just too small for it. I really like the way you frame that, though. So many questions at DNVR Nuggets, you know, at our various counts. Why Bruce? Why Bruce? And I think you're right. I think that's a regular season look without yep. Kyrie on the floor. Yep. And I think in a series, Denver would probably cook something else up, particularly if AG was healthy, of course. It's so. almost better that AG wasn't there tonight because it is one of those ones where it's like, we know what we'll do here. And I and here's the thing. It's the same. This was not a very good representation of the Dallas Mavericks either tonight. And Eric's point was a great one as well when he was on, just saying that like Dallas is like Denver four or five years ago where they weren't always focused. And you'd be like, damn it, why don't you just finish off, you know, do this or that. But Denver is above that now, and they can win despite not showing their hand now because of how, how talented they are. Let's take a break. On the other side, I do want to talk about Thomas Bryant and Reggie Jackson. Having himself a good time on the bench tonight. Little story, but kind of a fun one. I want to talk about it. Yeah, because he's not in uh, Clipperland anymore. Might Whatever, be true, man. Everyone wants to I'm retire. telling you. I'm telling you. Let's talk about that. All right, let's do it. But first, we got to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. If you ain't downloaded it yet, go ahead and do that now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. New customers can bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly. But look, there's always money to be made for existing users too. Right now, there's a no sweat same game parlay. If you're like kind of been watching Dev do his same game parlays, you want to get in on it with a you know responsible unit just to have fun, but you're not trying to lose your same game parlay. Try a no sweat one. They're just they're going to give you a free bet back if one leg doesn't hit. There's a lot of things to bet on right now. You know, NBA, MLB's coming around the corner. Uh, so there's a lot of money to be made with DraftKings, whether you're a new or existing customer. Download that puppy now. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. So go ahead and see show notes for details. You can find those show notes on the YouTube description and your podcast description. And fellas, we've been robbed of the uh, Colorado's premier two-man game lately. Thank God for Bacchus and Shanker. The next guy's up when it comes to two-man game. When you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker are there to help. They win. Colorado families, just like the Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic win in Ball Arena just about every time, man. And they're not going to charge you until they've won money for you as well. And they do that. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. They've got locations in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins. They've got the strength and power to win your case. Bacchus and Shanker are great, but it's not just them. There's more than 30 who, lawyers. Who was the a, Bacchus and Shanker of the game today? Porter and Jeff. Porter and Jeff were the Bacchus and Bacchus Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. All right. <laughs> um, all right. We're out of control. Hey, they it. help with all kinds of injury Bacchus? cases. Where who you was, were... Yeah, who was Bacchus? Well, careful, careful. <laughs> <laughs> careful with that word. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. Write this number down. 222-2222. You got it? Good. You got Bacchus and Shanker at your back. Tomorrow, remember to do day four reads. Because I did the day five reads on day four. I'll write that down right now, actually. <laughs> I'll write yep. that one down. Segment three, we're coming back here. Here's what I want to ask now. Um, actually, I want to talk about Thomas Bryant first. Um, it's hard to judge Thomas Bryant. He did have that really big play. Tonight. He had eight points and five rebounds tonight, three of five shooting in 14 minutes. So he's actually still produced stats, even though I felt like 
even less so than the last game, the ball didn't really find him. You know, like his points, he just manifested out of anything. One of the things I'm most curious about after the break is just how much do they tailor things around him? Because tonight it's very clear that they have simplified the bench offense and that it's not really running through him in any capacity. He's just kind of like standing, spacing the court and then trying to rebound. Um, Dev, what did you see from him tonight? And based on what you know about him, how much do you think they're going to really work sets to get him the ball, like to make him the focal point, not all the time, but sometimes? Um, I, I Honestly, I thought that going into uh, the Thomas Bryant experiment that they would do a little bit more of um, experimenting with this game, putting the ball in his hands and um, maybe like running some plays where they're dropping it off and seeing how good of a finisher he is because he is uh, one of the better finishers in the league. Um, the fact that they have not done that yet like makes me believe that they're just going to continue to play like free-flowing. Um, yes, they're getting back, you know, a player in, in Reggie Jackson, um, you know, who's going to add a different element. Also, you're going to have Bruce Brown, um, you know, now step into that, that second unit. And then Jeff Green, who now is showing that he can score. Like, I don't know if they're going to just go through him um, like I originally thought. But I think that that's great that he's shown that he can um, still generate offense. Um, he can still play within the flow. Um, he does not need um, the ball. Like, I think it's been great to see how Thomas Bryant has been um, a, a great team player. Like, he's yeah. not upset that he's not taking shots. Um, he let out, a, like, an a actual... Yeah, um, I loved it. An actual height. Like, he was happy for himself when he got that finish. Um, it which, was a beast play, man. He should have been happy. That was, like, a hard rebound, yeah. a hard putback. Five yeah. rebounds in 13 minutes tonight. So, like, I, I really think that it is great that he's, like... Um, owning what he is right now without the offense being tailored to him. Um, and it just goes to show that they did not promise that for him. Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, tonight's outlier stuff, without trying to knock our guy Jeff, who scored 24 points in 25 minutes, which is awesome, don't think that's happened. That's not something you're banking on. So I do think, you know, whatever the half-court identity is for that group, if and as Reggie gets worked in there, would probably have a lot more to do with Bryant. Um, I just, you know, look, tonight was one guy shot 16 times and with good reason. He was hitting all of them. Don't think that's going to be how it looks going forward. Yeah. Um, and then Reggie Jackson today on the sideline, it, he really was going crazy a few times, man. Somebody DM'd me and was like, hey, take a look. And then that was like in the first quarter, second quarter, or something like that. And then from then I just started paying attention. And they were cutting him. Look, we talk about pandering. We talk about all <laughs> these things. The players know how to do it. But I think with Reggie, there is an interesting thing that I'm curious about. He is going from one of the weirdest teams in the NBA and the Clippers. Very talented, yeah. but they have a leader in Kawhi who never talks and who sometimes, like, the word on Kawhi is that he's almost a separate entity and he's always operated this way where it's like the, the, he does his own thing and the, lets the team know. And I think that the Clippers have bent over backwards to accommodate him because it's the Clippers and they needed to like yeah. reestablish. So you have to like, hey, we have to do extra things for this guy. And I just wonder coming to Denver and just having like the culture that Denver has had and everything. And then he mentioned today from the six seed to the one seed. I'm just early returns or that he seems very pumped up to be part of this group. Mm. Yeah, and that's uh, not even touching the court yet. I'm sure that there's just some excitement. Um, and it's also just a change of scenery. Um, I mean, there's a different type of expectations with the Clippers. Um, you have their superstars who are very awkward superstars. Um, and then you see a team that you've like, you know, I know that being in the league, um, the conversation is around Jokic being an unselfish superstar. 
Um, guys have come in like Austin Rivers and said that I mean Jokic is um, willing to shoot on the side court and things like that. Like you hear those type of things as fans, so I know that you hear it as players um, that there's an excitement of okay, this is a real team. Um, they're young. They have a, a superstar who also is not like really outgoing and out there, but at least they're fun and free flowing. And then around them, everybody else wants to just have fun. So um, I think that you just go from um, tight to loose, uh, a loose yeah. um, atmosphere where you could be yourself. Right. Yeah. The vibes have just been better in Denver since the bubble. Right. Like that's go to game seven. And look at the two teams. Now, obviously, one team won, one team lost. But look at their reactions. And if I'm on the losing team, I think I want to be a part of the other team. And that, in that part, it's pretty simple. But there's also something to, in, in the modern NBA, what it means to be a buyout guy like eight out of ten times. You're joining a top two seed with some heliocentric stud. And he's going to carry the team. It's his team on and off the floor. And on the floor, it's a lot of you standing and waiting. And that's just not really what it's like in Denver. Sometimes you are, but with the expectation that the ball's coming right. and that you'll be open and that it won't stick too long because as much as Jokic is like this high-usage player, it's not the ball isn't in his hands forever. I don't think it's the same as being like, all right, I'm going to team up with Luka and we'll see how these next two months go and then I'm hitting free agency. You, you get there and you're like, oh, this is a team. This right. looks lit. I want I, I want in on this. Putting you guys on the spot because I didn't prep you for this, but... How do you, you know, what's your biggest takeaway, I guess, or positive takeaway from the first half of the season? I know it's not technically half. It's closer to two-thirds. But the All-Star break kind of feels like a spiritual half. What's your big take of this stretch so far? That the team picked up 41 wins without being at their best right. or at their healthiest. Um, we have not seen this full team yet, and they're still in first place in the West. Um that's that's different. There's been a lot of wins um, that we, you know, no one's been used to. Um, but they just seem to have a calmness to them. They still seem to be underdogs in a lot of these situations where they feel uh, comfortable in this spot. So um, I think it's just the wins. Um, that's the biggest thing for me um, with the idea of there's more. Yeah. What about you? I'm going to go with Porter just because it was such an, I think, look, the three most important parts of the team Jamal Murray, I think we all assumed at some point he would look good again. Jokic was going to be probably even better because he gets better somehow every year. It was about Porter. And not just can he hit shots, but the way we led the show. Will you enter the playoffs talking about him as a circle of trust guy? With the exception of the heel stuff, which thankfully, knock on all the wood, looked unconnected from you know more serious issues. Right. He's stayed on the court. He's improved when he's played. And... I think, remember when the, the season started, we were worried, oh, man, are they going to have to close with Bruce every time? Is that going to be a problem? And, like, we're so far away from those concerns. You can do that as a feature of this roster, but more often than not, they haven't had to. That's a big win. Uh, I saw Nino something in there had a good take. It was Calvin is really good. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to phrase it that way. But <coughs> it's part of it. The way I'll phrase it is, I think Denver, more than ever before, has an identity. And like part of this is the guys they got rid of and the guys they brought in, including Bones, by the way. Like the guys, it's like, hey, no, this is what we are. We share the ball, we play through Jokic, and then we guard with length with all these other spots. But it's very unselfish, it's a very equal opportunity, and there's a lot of talent. But I just think that the Nuggets know who they are at this point in the season better than ever before, in large part because the guys on the roster 
all naturally, yeah. to some degree, naturally fit in. I think Michael Porter is the exception to that. I don't think he naturally fits into this role, but has made himself into that. Like he has grown into fitting into the system. And that's how you get to 41 wins. And I have a question we'll ask sometime next week. I don't want to ask it now, but it's have we m more seen Denver's ceiling or their floor so far this season? Mm. And I kind of at this moment, without thinking about it too much, think it's more the floor because what we're seeing is a team when you know who you are and everybody accepts your role, the game comes easy to you. And I think what we are going to see over the next couple of months, hopefully, is Denver now turn that switch on. So I'm just so encouraged by them because, again, I think that they're in fourth gear, I would say. It's not like they're in second gear on the whole season. Tonight they were. But I think that we've seen third or fourth gear nuggets all year, and that's 41 and 18. And then here's another stat for you. I think Jokic, the Nuggets have only lost four home games. They're 27 and four at home. I think three of those home losses were without Jokic. Correct. Just the, Dallas, just the Dallas loss by one, he was on the floor. And that was the games immediately after he came back from – uh, was that right? Right after COVID or shortly after? I don't remember. I think Either way, I think your timeline's right, though. Either way, it doesn't matter. The point remains that the Nuggets at home are just like almost automatic right now. Some of this is teams being afraid to come in, but some of this is Denver's really good, and the only variable that they have that's like sometimes questionable is shooting. They shoot really well, but at home you're just like, oh, they're going to shoot well, they're going to play well, they're going to dominate. And I think this home court advantage is really, really special at the moment. I think more than stars resting informing the home record it's the other way around i think teams are looking at road trips and going like forget the denver game man we're gonna lose we're gonna lose that game denver has more conference wins than any team in the nba by a, a decent margin i don't know who's they have 29 conference wins the next closest is the celtics with 25 so they have four more conference wins who do you play in the playoffs your conference That's right <laughs> i think honestly denver i just think denver's in such a good spot i'm so encouraged by them the, when I talk about them knowing their identity, though, this is the one thing that's tough. After the All-Star break, Reggie Jackson's going to play. He said in his presser before the game, he's here to play. He's going to play. How many minutes he plays and who does he take out of the rotation? What style of basketball? How does it change? These are all questions. Thomas Bryant, where does he fit in? So I think that there might be a short period of like rediscovery of who you are, especially with that bench. But nonetheless, I still expect big things for Denver post-All-Star break. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we'll wrap up by doing Super Chats and maybe a quick around the association because this was – is this the official last day? Does anybody play tomorrow? Yeah, there's a couple games tomorrow, but this was like close to the last last game before the All-Star break. Man, pregame show, I got lambasted for my pen choice, and now I'm getting destroyed for how slowly I drink this beer. Yeah. Unbelievable. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. They have so much gear. They have amazing polos, hats, golf bags. But you know what I'm all geeked up to talk about. It's the beer sleeve. <laughs> Seven beers in your How golf bag. How many beer sleeves have we helped sell so far? I, I hope it's a lot. It's <laughs> my personal mission. If I could push one product. Um, get yourself the beer sleeve. You can fit not six, but seven ice cold beers and keep them cold the entire round. Because the only thing more important than looking dope on the golf course is drinking seven ice cold beers. Maybe playing well, depending on who you are. But you can get all of this. You can look good. You can play well. You can drink good. You can do it all thanks to Pins and Aces. Check out PinsandAces.com. Use code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's PinsandAces.com. All right, Kale, we got some super chats. The people super chat us tonight. Lots? Hell yeah. How many? Man, the people were feeling it. Uh, Marco... 
scheduling, all-star game, three-point contest. Are we Kevin in NBA's Home Alone? Like, what is that? Everybody left us? No, yeah, <laughs> they forgot about Everybody us. Everybody forgot yes, about us. Yes, you know how I feel. <laughs> I mean, it really is true, man. It really is true. They always forget. They always forget. We got to mow through these. Donnie says... Jeff Green, backometer? <laughs> He's back. It's Jeff That's a good back. One. Green, back. That's a good one. Steven, Kennecott. Guys, the bench might be good now. Or the Mavs bench is trash. Not sure which at the moment. Uh, tonight was probably b both. But I will say this, man. What is this? Two or three games in a row where the bench has been like uh, neutral or positive? Like It's encouraging. That's true, it's man. It's encouraging. Shout out Uncle Jeff. Playing harder, playing well. Jeremy J-Rock, Mikhail. What more can you say? We are in uncharted waters. Captain Yoke steering the ship to the chip. He ain't Serbian slinging to Faku no more. I love now it. Gets I love when people bring it on the Super Chats, man. <laughs> I love it. Joseph Zygman. So now we're just murdering teams without two of our starters? What's next? I'm telling you. What's next is, and this isn't sincerely, what's next is the post-All-Star break where teams say, now it's serious. We yeah. got to focus in. There's 20. How many games left? 21 or something like that. It's not that many. It's like, hey, we don't have that many games to prove who we are. Let's start doing it. And that's why I'm real excited. Also, teams are going to be in desperate spots where they're having to fight to be yep. in the playoff race or um, the positioning. So teams do have to be serious. Denver might have the luxury to not have to be as serious. Yeah, but I want them to be serious in the games they play. Oh, for you sure. You know what I mean? Be selective, but Denver has two games against Memphis, a game against the, the Cavs, a game against the Clippers. I want them to treat those games like measuring stick games. Like, hey... Let's see if we can impose our will. We don't have to do it for 48, but let's see if we can't show this team that we're in a different class. Sir Sketch, been a minute since I sent a super chat. Hell yeah. Just sending my love and letting you know I'm spreading the gospel of Jokic in my new home in Vegas. Oh, oh yes. hell yeah. Forever. I know they've never heard of him there. They have not heard of him. The we'll Joker. see you at Summer League. The Joker. Casinos have. Casinos Team Jokic, <laughs> MPJ, fully in the circle of trust. Great effort and focus, especially without Murray and Gordon. Love him diving the mid -range, driving the mid-ranges as well. Not to mention five threes. Mm. Hashtag Porter, Mr. Nugget. <laughs> Some people have been talking about Vlaco, Mr. Nugget. That'd, be, like... <laughs> that'd be an awesome timeline, man. That'd be a great timeline. I'm just timeline. saying, like, a lot of people don't... They're, Mr. Nugget's been a tough. It's been a tough year to figure this out. We're <laughs> <laughs> just never gonna do it. <laughs> Max Smith, DNVR is in my circle of oh, trust. Oh yeah, cheers. Uh, that's a real one. Around around it goes. That is a real one, Max. That is a real one. I'm glad to be in someone's circle of trust. I know it feels nice. I don't think I ever have before. Colorado Nugs. Definitely not mine. <laughs> I know. Nugs in five. <laughs> no D in Alice. Alas, Dallas. Dallas without a D. You guys. Get it. <laughs> Edgar <laughs> Rodriguez. reading these from so far. You have to squint. Edgar Rodriguez. Like you can't read. MP3. Dev is still the goat. Hey. Wait. Edgar. What? Those two completely those separate. Two completely separate. Yeah. No, no. They're actually pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> There's things in common That's there. True. Usually when Porter hits a three, my next thought is Dev is the goat. Terrence oh, Van Lue. Jokic seemed, uh, almost seemed angry that he had to score in the second. Those were some angry buckets. <laughs> Easy buckets, too. Light work. <laughs> Yoke's ready for the all-star break. Yep. We're going to... Oh, man. Freddie, hot take of the year. By the time we face the Suns in the playoffs, MPJ will be able to guard at KD effectively. Now we're now we're in six oh, pepper territory. Scorching. What an amazing game. Nuggets are great. <coughs> 
five, 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 five ish. What a great way to go down, uh, go into the All Star break. Another great win down, only nine more great wins till fifty great wins, and the Nuggets led West. Only nine more. That's crazy how close we are. <laughs> only nine more to fifty. That's crazy. I do want to say fifty was always a pretty low bar, but he's not. It's been a fun countdown. I like numbers twenty six and and zero on triple doubles. That streak is still alive. That's a dope streak. It's a great streak. Thanks to Michael Malone, who stat padded his ass off. That's tonight. so true. We didn't even talk about that. That was a total stat padding. Total stat Yo, pad. What was he? Five? It's, coming. it's coming. It's coming. Is it coming? All right. I'll, I'll wait. It. I'll leave it. That's Thank Trey. You. I was able to make the Nuggets song and perform at halftime during the 2009 playoff run. This season is exceeding those vibes. Thank you for all the time put in to contribute to the fan experience. Love oh, that. Man, that was a Make good the one. Nugget song, huh? That was a good. good one. That one feels good. That one feels awesome. So what many. a vibey year. I know. What Remember the night. first like 15 games where we were like, <laughs> man, we're still in Burger Day. Get a stop. And then it just tur- clicked. James Jimmy, certain life that shall not be named. Yep. $2 reversal. Nice, James. Someone, James paid. Someone paid for the reversal. To reverse the reversal. The, I like that, man. So it's a good guy. Our people and he didn't. This together. Hold on. He didn't call me out. He, well, 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 I think he was bailing you yeah, out. Yeah, he bailed you out is what he did. John Host, vote is the goat of ad reads. That's the first time Real anyone one. has said Real that. One. But thank you, John. <laughs> also, John. like, what a weird uh, compliment. You know, that's like, a, how do you feel about that? It's like, I know, it's like, <laughs> Vlaco cheers hard off the bench. Yeah. Uh, I could tell Reggie Jackson was genuinely excited. I think he was, man, and with good reason. I love, he's a body language expert. Terrence Van Liu, no more superstitions. We're good now. It's not luck. Have you guys ever watched? There's this panel of guys. They're like ex cops and CIA guys. They have a YouTube channel. They're all body language experts and they like analyze high profile interviews and stuff. It's actually very fascinating. I've, I've watched a few of these episodes. Very fascinating. But the stuff they pick up on is absurd. <laughs> it's absurd. They're like, you notice how he. Right when he talked, this muscle right here, they furred his brow. <laughs> that shows a tense, like, and it's like crazy. I love it, man. Like, you notice how his hand, his right hand keeps showing his palm. It's unbelievable. Highly recommend. We should do uh, an episode with those guys. We should. Uh, Keenan Ivory, Wayne's voice. <laughs> those bones, like we should have him analyze some of Bones's like, answers. <laughs> Would, <laughs> do you guys think Kyrie and Murray cancel each other out? I think they destroy all West teams in five games, including Warriors. They beat the Suns in six. Hey, man, I love the We're feeling it, man. We're feeling it. Honestly, the evidence of the season so far suggests yes. I know. Where How incomplete is the evidence is the question. But this is just that meme. Like, what are you going to do? Stab me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basketball gods can't wait. Uh, John Host, so happy now the Nuggets are going into All-Star break. Me too, man. I think they did what they had to do, and they could use the break. Charlie Anderson. You guys are so fun. I watched the Nuggets. Cousin Hell yeah, game. man. <laughs> Charlie, dude. I, I think the Nuggets are more fun than us, personally. Me too. But I do like not the me. show. Not me. <laughs> me too. But like, if the Nuggets ever get really bad, there's a chance we could. You guys think about it this way. It's funny when you phrase it this way. We have come to the Winner's Lounge 41 times. We've only 18 times to the Loser's Lounge. Yeah. a lot of Winner's Lounges, man. Let's think about it this way. Um, there is 1,100 people that are watching us right Hell now. yeah. 1,100 people probably did not watch the Nuggets game because they couldn't. <laughs> what? I love the math. It works out. It, it checks, checks out. out. It's science. Yeah, everybody knows Steve Wynn, please ask Ariana to reverse the abominable curse Dev just unleashed on us. Wow. You guys, we have to just wait and see. We just have to wait. All you know is that if something bad happens, Steve then we Steve tried to call blame. me out. And I'm don't just, just start trying to blame anything. It's just like I'm just saying. anything that happens. 
I'm just saying, Murray's not back for game number one from the All Star break. I, I retroactively I'm you right now. blame you for the three point contest. How about that? <laughs> Edgar Rodriguez, That's Joker a had punishment. a triple double faster than Vote finished his beer. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love that. Are We're we calling the, people are out we now. Are we at the bully part of the yes, super chat? There Let's we go. go man. Man. I want to slur my words on the yes. show, but next time I'll get hammered. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Charlie Anderson, the Nugs are so good right now. Man. Charlie Anderson is bringing it. Everybody's feeling it. Two dollars at a time. Charlie Anderson again. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> good vibes, fellas. Nuggets are a juggernaut. Man, a juggernaut. I want them to remain. It's, it's hilarious. The Nuggets are both a juggernaut and under the radar somehow. I know it's, it's awesome. It's the best. Shout out Phoenix. Dylan Pounds. Did Malone leave Jokic into stat pad a triple double? Yes. Yes. Of course. He and did, he deserved man. it. Yeah. And you're going yes. into the All Star break. You want your guy to feel confident going into the All Star break. He, I mean, he feels conf- Yoke's confident. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels a little bit better that you get to go I, for that record. I like the idea of Yoke finishes with nine assists. And he's just like, oh, I just, I don't feel like myself right now. Um, I will say this, though. Here's how you know it was Stat Patty. With Yoke, first of all, he got like four assists in the last five minutes. He just <laughs> kept getting them, and you're like, okay, this is what's happening. But then. He had like a bunch of attempted assists. Vlaco missed a couple of them. The Mavs pulled their starters, and usually Denver will play like one more possession after that just to make sure or whatever. They played like six more <laughs> possessions because they couldn't get him one. Yo gets a triple double. They pull him. The out. ball also kept on finding Vlaco. It did keep finding. I was like, him. does he hate him now? I know. We should probably not read any more super chats. Do we have some bad ones? No, we should just yeah. There's we should one just more. let him go. Oh no. Let, yeah, I, it's so weird. I can't read this one, Dev. Man, this is the first Something, person that has given me a positive I feedback. I'm trying to read Dev, it. Dev, great, just... but Adam Goat. Charlie, my guy. It's might be the first positive Adam super. Charlie Stonk chart. <laughs> Tailed, <laughs> cratered off there at the end. Lacking ball. Why does Brandon vote hate the Celtics? Just wondering. What do you mean? What do you mean? What I don't mean? even know who that is. <laughs> just wait, vote. just wait. If, if the Nuggets play a Celtics in the finals, let's revisit that question together. Oh my God! I know. Has anybody? Have you ever been to Boston? Have you ever met anyone from Boston? Have you ever read anything about how Jason Tatum is like? Because better Jason than Tatum's in the three-point contest. That's Jason why I hate. That's why I hate <laughs> What's he shooting Celtics. again? Thirty-five percent. Thanks for asking. Thirty-five percent. Yeah. Is that because? Why is that? Because of all the horrible <laughs> shots he keeps taking. <laughs> the good shots he takes, he hits them, but he can't stop taking bad ones. I'm so glad you're back. I was honest to God. Those first couple weeks of the season, man, I was so mad that that Celtics hate and vote was gone. I was trying not to like it. it was related to Dev's mistake earlier. Like I was trying to. I didn't make a mistake. That you're right. I, I'm still <laughs> in on that, and, and it's starting to look good too. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, it sucks, man. Uh, uh, guys, we have a great show for you tomorrow. Uh, Grace Barlow is joining the show. First time uh, joining the show. What a treat. What a treat. It should be a fun one, and it'll be our last one before we head into this All-Star Weekend. It's going to be weird. Everybody, you know, get away for the weekend. You know, we're going to tune in to All-Star Weekend. We're going to be watching. We'll be tweeting about it. We'll be, you know, we'll be doing all this stuff. But um, it really is the last little breath of air that we get to take. Tomorrow, we're going to look back at this first part, ask ourselves some questions about... You know, put a bow on this pre-All-Star game uh, portion of the season. And it's gone beautifully. You can hit that outro music, Kale. But we, uh, but, um, but then, yeah, everybody get out, you know, go bird watching. Dude, that's at the top of my list. Are you going to go? No. The Junkos are in town, the slate covered. 
The Junkos. They're so gorgeous. Yeah, they're really gorgeous. Deb, you uh, want to play video games instead? Oh, damn. What? I'm thinking play? about not going to work tomorrow so I can play. Right. Resurgence just dropped, baby. Let can you know. say that? Let me like, know, did, dog. Will somebody from school see this and then be like, Deb, we know you're not sick. You said you were not coming in. No, no. You can't, uh, you can't ask questions in education. <laughs> And I just can fake like I have a kid. You can't. Laugh. Hey, Dev, what time did you go to bed last night? You're not allowed to ask. You can't oh ask questions. God. Anyway, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Nuggets get the win. They improved to 41 wins. Everything's vibey. Buzzer beater one in. Big Namek. DNVR power rankings. One. Dev, Adam, vote D-Line Harrison and everyone else. Two. See you above. Hey, that's what I like to there hear. We, we love, love that one. Love Hit it. that like button on the way out.